0: Uh-oh, guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Party time. Excellent. Are you
1: How's it going, everybody? It is Friday the thirteenth, and uh, I don't know if you could hear it, but I also have the actual Friday the thirteenth intro playing right now as we're talking.
2: It's so awesome; we love it.
1: Like, I don't know. Whenever you hear that noise, that means Jason Voorhees is nearby, and someone's gonna die. So make sure you're not wearing matching brown panties.
2: Yeah, that's that's definitely. Um
1: is it or, is it or is it that they have to n- not match, then you die? No, it's matching, and then you die, right? I think so. And then it never split up, because if you split up, you're definitely going to die.
2: Massacred.
1: You, you, you're going to get stabbed, shot, cut up. Something
2: bad's going to happen. Exactly, and he loves to do that kind of stuff.
1: Anyways, I am c and you are listening to Distorted Nation. We are back for another week. How have you been?
2: Um. good. This is Pinky, and I've been great this week.
1: Or as you just jokingly said a minute ago off air, ready?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's...
1: Are you ready to go angry at the person at Sally's, you said?
2: Oh, yes, definitely, because the box showed that it was metallic pink, and it was... <laughs> oh, my God! He's oh my in God. the studio! We're gonna die! He's gonna kill the gingers. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it turned out to be, like, dark red, so... Now I lo- kind of look like a Christmas tree, but that's okay.
1: I like the red. Well Just Thank saying.
2: you. Thank you. I appreciate that.
1: So, and we actually have a uh, studio audience uh, tonight. You want to say hi? Hi. You, um. We're going to call you, wha- what did we say, Bob? Sure. Just Bob? Yeah. Bob, the purple people eater? Yeah. So, how you doing, Bob?
3: I'm doing pretty good.
1: So it's kind of like take take your kid to work day, I guess. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, I guess so. So yeah.
1: what have you been up to this last week? Anything? Any of you guys do anything?
3: Um, not really.
2: She's been going to school studying hard. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Me, what did I do this week? Hmm. Pretty much the same thing I do every week. Tried to take over the world.
1: Wait, I'm supposed to be the brain. You're the pinky.
2: Oh, yeah, I forgot.
1: <laughs> so, you got anyone catch any shows? Any? Did you watch the, what was it, Golden Globes that were on?
2: No, I didn't. I watched the um, the Entertainment Tonight that had the... the like, reviews on it or yeah.
1: something? Where Ryan Reynolds kissed Andrew Garfield. That's Dar- crazy. Deadpool I kissed Spider-Man.
2: That. That's crazy. So,
1: Publis? yeah, um... I didn't do much either. There was I didn't go out to any shows. There wasn't much going on. Uh, I was actually out of town visiting family. So
2: Oh, nice, nice, very nice. Yeah, um, I'm getting ready to go out of town. I got two free nights at the Sands in Reno, so I want to take advantage of that.
1: Oh, right on.
2: I just party? Yeah, I just don't know Hotel if... Hotel party? <laughs> yeah, right. I just want to gamble a little bit, but I don't know if, um, I'll be able to get through because it was, like, closed at Colfax with the weather this Oh,
1: week. with the uh, storm, storm of the decade.
2: Yeah, it was bad.
1: Did you see... Okay, I got to give a shout-out to uh Nation's old co-host, The Stallion. Um, did you guys see that a tornado touched down yes, last night?
2: Nowhere at.
1: In uh, a Thomas area? It did? Yeah, and it, like... Knocked over some fences and tore some shingles off the roof because that's all that's going to happen tornado-wise is either an F-0 or an F-1 here in Sacramento. There is no need to worry, people. It's not going to pick up your car and throw it across the city.
2: Might pick up a trailer or something.
1: <laughs> no, Sacramento, the w- the way our hemisphere is and, and weather, I mean, it's, sh- it's shocking that we've actually been getting more tornadoes as the storms are going along these last, you know, couple decades. But as far as it is, there's nothing ever really going to touch down to where it's going to be devastating.
2: Oh, well, that's a good thing to know. Like, when
1: you're in Missouri or Oklahoma or Texas or, you know, Kansas, you got to worry about, like, things like, I don't know, an F4 or 5 that's going to pick up your house and throw it across the state.
2: Even Arkansas, too, because a tornado hit.
1: Well, all the way through that tornado alley area.
2: Yeah, a tornado hit, and um, my, I don't know, I think she's, like, cousin or something like that, she was on the front page of the newspaper, um, and she was covering her husband that's disabled in a bathtub. And the only thing that was left was that porcelain bathtub. The whole house had been gone around that.
1: That's a miracle right there that they were like unscathed by everything that was going on around them.
2: Yeah. It was insane.
1: Like to give the shout out to the stallion, uh, a few years ago they were talking about the big storm coming in and we were actually on channel Fox 40 13, uh, channel three and what, uh, 31 because out of the big storm, the only thing that happened was the one tree in our neighbor's yard fell onto the stallions car.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: And it was this big old like redwood looking tree just fell over. And afterwards it looked like the Hulk just got angry and punched his hood in, you know? Oh wow. And then like a branch actually went through the windshield. So if someone was sitting in there, it would have been total,
2: uh, Final Destination. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they would have been done for.
1: It was funny because the guy that actually interviewed Travis, the stallion, um, was a- –
2: Oh, my God. He's back again. Oh, my God.
1: Uh, was actually on Fox 40 um, again talking about this new storm. And I was just I took a s- picture of him and I sent it to Travis. I'm like, hey, it's not talking about your car this time. <laughs> Which, shockingly, that uh, little Taurus is, like, still running. And it still works <laughs> smashed up because he never got his hood or fenders fixed. Wow. But I, I don't know. I drove down to go visit my mom uh, yesterday or because it was her birthday. And there's like so many more like lakes and ponds and stuff. Like there's so much flooding. I actually liked it. It looked cool.
2: Yeah, there was a lot of flooding um, out where we stay too. And it was like over the roads. It was like black ice. You couldn't see at night when you were going to hit it. And then all of a sudden you're like in this big flooded road, it's water going up, uh, it's kind of scary because you could lose control if you're not
1: paying attention or, you know, once you realize you're starting to hydroplane, what you're supposed to do is take your foot off the gas and just hold the steering wheel straight and that way, you know, you'll go through it. But most people try to like slam on the brakes or step on the gas, which is just going to make you spin even more. Yeah. So I don't know. It, It was an interesting storm. I mean, they kept saying, oh, it's going to be so bad. And then, but, you know, it didn't really do too much to my area.
2: It didn't do too much. I mean, besides the water over the roads and lots of mud and stuff, it didn't do, like, any devastation or anything like that. So. Which is good. Yeah. (laughs) It's
1: it's nice. You know, Sacramento's still here. Didn't float away. Yay. You know, some people got a most needed bath, though.
2: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Very much needed.
1: So. All right. So one thing I wanted to talk about tonight, and it's cool because there's two of you ladies here so I can, you know, kind of get your opinion on it. Um, One thing I wanted to bring up is kind of a personal story to uh, something that happened to me over the weekend while I was uh, visiting family and stuff. So let me just set this picture up. So I have a friend, well, used to have a friend, that she flew to Europe to meet this guy that was from Africa, right? And she met him online, like through Facebook or a dating site or some crap, right? And so she was flying there to meet him and, you know, go out with the guy. Well, ultimately it ended up happening that – uh you know, she ended up marrying the guy. Wow. Okay, so they fell in love or whatever, and they connected and hit it off. But before she left, like me and her were really good friends. But it just so happened that I don't know a couple of years beforehand, me and her were kind of, kind of friends. You know that had, ex- dating. Yeah, we had benefits. Yeah. You know, we hung out and hung out. You know. <laughs> and uh, so when she married the guy you know she basically had to cut ties with me because we at one point had had sex yeah okay and so first off i i want to know would you allow any man that you're with tell you you can't be friends with your friend even though you guys had sex a long time ago but now are just good friends
2: No, not at all.
1: Like, you've known each other. You've known this person for about, I want to say, nine years.
2: Yeah, they were like the friends.
1: We were friends before. Then you kind of fooled around. And then you got back into the friend zone of just, oh, my God, he's he's back back. again. Watch (laughs) out.
2: Yeah, no, um, because you guys were friends before that guy even came into the picture. There's no, no, not Like hanging
1: out like so close that you would go over to her family's dinners and Christmases and stuff. And you guys are just really good friends.
2: No, definitely not. Almost
1: like a brother.
2: I would not tolerate that. Like I said, you were in the picture before he was even around, whether you had messed around before or not.
1: So my other thing is, okay, so here's what happened. So I wrote her like a year ago on Facebook. Just say, hey, how's it going? Hope things are going well for you. Well, she wrote back.
2: Okay. Like recently?
1: that This last weekend. Okay. She wrote back and started talking to me, saying, oh, I miss hanging out with you and all this stuff. Uh, How are you doing? All this stuff. Uh, Would you want to hang out? My husband and kids, because they've had kids since then. My husband and kids are leaving to go actually back to see his family in Africa, uh, for two weeks, would you want to hang out?
2: so do they live here or in your yes
1: they live here in uh in a in a suburban area around Sacramento called Folsom
2: oh okay, so she just responded to your from a year ago she yes. just responded wow,
1: okay, but here's a th- I'm not done with this story yet, so we start talking reminiscing of old times and and talking about oh yeah, you know I, I miss hanging out with you miss. How's your family? How's everything going on? You know, they're doing great, you know, blah blah blah. Um, what which, what are you working now? She's filling in as a substitute teacher from place to place. And uh, you know, I talked about what I'm doing with the show and whatnot. Well something didn't seem right. When she's like, Hey, he's gonna leave for two weeks. Wanna go hang out? So I started I started kinda Feeding some misguided information into the conversation. I I made up this lie about, you know, before you left for Europe, you know, when you thought you might have been pregnant with my child, you oh, know, man. I, I kind of wish you would have kept it and we would have, you know, had a you know, family and moved on together, me and you, and left him out, you know. I kind of miss those days when we used to work at Izod together. Yeah. And and just straight up, yeah, I I, I miss those days, too. They were fun. I'm like, so how long were you working there before I was? Oh, I don't know. It was a while. Yeah, that's funny because you never worked at Izod and you were never pregnant with my kid. It was her husband trying to get to see what I would say to either go meet him or something. I don't know what.
2: Oh, trying to set her up. Trying to to see about
1: either getting information between whatever friendship me and her had from like years ago
2: wow or trying
1: to get me to go meet him somewhere i don't know i i don't understand what was going on there but i just kind of straight up like calling him out on i'm like you know dude you don't have the right to own women you know she can be friends with whoever she wants if you ask me that's just how i feel yeah you know regardless if like my significant other now Was sleeping with her best friend like five years, you know, before the fact that we even got together. And then she dated, you know, people after that and everything. It's in the past. Who cares?
2: Wow. So, oh, you almost got catfished. Almost. kind of. I guess. But I don't (laughs) know.
1: I just don't understand what he was trying to do. But he was, it seemed like he was searching for information. And then at the same time, he was also trying to see, like, I guess if I would show up or something or try to like. Talk about when we did date or something back in the day. But that was just, like, so many years before they even, like... She even flew out there to go see him and meet him.
2: Well, maybe he was trying to catch her up in something.
1: But the funny thing is, is, like... You know, with her trying to do that or whatever, like, I don't get why after... Because it's been, like, three, three years since I've actually fully talked to her. You know? Yeah. And... Actually, maybe four. Now that I think about it, time flies. I'm old. Um, (laughs) Stay young as you can. (laughs) Um, And I just, I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's his insecurity.
1: It was just a creepy situation. And and the fact that, you know, I went off on him and I'm like, you know, like I said, women, you could be friends with whoever you want to be friends with. Don't let any guy, regardless if it's your husband, tell you you can't be friends with somebody.
2: It's, it's their in own insecurity with themselves. They don't, they don't feel, um, they don't, they, have trust they, issues. Don't, they don't trust, trust issues for sure. It's because like you're married now though. You have two kids. It's, it's past trust issues from past relationships. Maybe that's made him like that. I don't know, but it, he's insecure. He's not sure. And so he's trying to get whatever information he can and. It's a good thing that you realized that it wasn't her.
1: Yeah, well, I just, I just, there was something about the way the short answers. Oh, they're doing great. Oh, they're going, doing awesome. You know. Yeah. And I was like going into specific details about like some of the Christmases and times when we hung out and stuff, and it didn't seem like he slash she knew what I was talking about. Just a quick answer. So that's why I was just like, yeah, you know, when you were pregnant with my kid, you know, that instantly yeah. got him going, and it was awesome because as soon as I called him out on it. And and said, you're an idiot, you know, that she can be friends yeah. with anybody um, and, and saying all oh, that was a bull, you
2: know, it yeah. wasn't
1: true. Instantly blocked.
2: Oh, now you're blocked. So you can't even get on. I
1: can't even write her anymore. Oh, like, wow. he blo- it's like, first off, why do you have to go on to her account pretending to be her? That's another thing. Yeah, that's— This is—I'm sorry. This is my kind of way of, like, calling him out and, like, doing it in the public eye just to, you know, get back out of him because it's, it's just bogus.
2: I'm wondering if he's—because usually, like, the accuser is usually guilty, so I wonder— If he's if out he's, there cheating? If Yeah, maybe. He might be. You never know. I mean, why would he be so intent on this if he wasn't doing something wrong himself?
1: I don't know. I just—it was just a weird situation out of, like, a whole year, you know, then— I get a message back.
2: And it's a, a dude that you thought is a girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought it was my friend, but it was her husband. Yeah, that's crazy. So, but any who's he's. We're going to have to get out to some music here in a second. All right. Uh, but we got a bunch of stories in a little bit we're going to be talking about. And uh, we got some new music we're going to be playing tonight, tonight. A lot of new music, actually. Cool. Uh, starting off... Uh, we're going to be going into records because I got the list of the records that are coming out this year. So every week we're going to be talking about the new records that are in store cool. that if you were me, I would suggest going to, I don't know, Dimple, Dimple records, records, you know, <laughs> and pick up a, pick up a CD. You know, that's what I like to do. New or used. Don't matter. Trade in, get money back. Who cares? Dimple uh, has everything. But right now, uh, just released you, me at six. One of my favorite bands just released a new record called night people. And we're going to be playing their new single, which is self-titled off the record, Night People, off the new record. And this is c and you're listening to Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM.
2: K-U-B-U.
1: Where you can be you.
2: The voice of Sacramento.
1: All right, D-Nation, listen up. This is the second time we're debuting this track called Wallflowers from the Sacramento band called Caliscope. They're an indie hip-hop rock band right out of Sacramento. If you like them, you can find them at Facebook.com backslash Caliscope Music or go to www.caliscope.com. And that's C-A-L-I-S-C-O-P-E, Caliscope. Or you could check them out January 13th at the Ross Stellar Tap Room right here in Sacramento. Now here's the track called Wallflowers. Check it out.
0: i march. Find a way to cover all your scars and lose yourself to the music and to meet some guitars. I'm in a new face. It was weird and it wasn't perfect. Man, seeing someone else doesn't like seem worth it. Feeling intimidated from a dude who goes shirtless. People passing me are making me feel like I'm useless. Foolish, juiceless. Squeeze it out my bruises, but I'm a Swiss. I mean, I've got a lot of uses, but deuce. We I got a big to-do, stuff to on my limb, excuse. like while my mind's abused, telling me I need some friends. But on bad at social trends, don't hate me. For the message sent, on me for my adrenaline. Birthday parties, all will attend, times I walls, I want to spend, Smile, because I go pretend. Because if the ice don't break, Everything about the last scene It's kind of hard when my eyes are glued to my screen But I'm not mean, I just mumble when I talk Just like I'm only 13 Pop my head, I have to look around Cause I need that intel I know the quickest way to leave If you couldn't tell, i out the back As I struggle with all that talk. Self-esteem and in my youth from all that marking That's why I look patient Looking around the room and know it's an open invitation I feel like that my time is being wasted When I'm always waiting Concentration on what I'm facing, I'm pacing, no racing, I'm station, I'm no innovation, I've got no motivation, kids got no life mission, never come up when I'm fishing, wishing on some better vision, sitting in on the back just listening for a quiet in the missions, if the ice don't break.
1: Camilla. Oh my god, Jason they Voorhees is here. Uh got kicked out of the band. Crown the Empire over the uh, on January 10th, a few days ago, it was uh, Tuesday. Kicked the lead singer out of the band. And it it was kinda kinda tooth and nail going into the fight, kicking them out, I guess, because I saw a post up all over the place and they were like He's never done anything creative in his life.
2: Wow, that's harsh.
1: And I'm like, I really like the record. Well, I, the new record, Retrograde, uh, to me by Crown the Empire, is an amazing record. And we just played their single, Way to the World, right here on of Nation. And uh, before that, a couple weeks ago, I was playing their other track called Zero, which is like my favorite song on that record.
2: Yeah. Um. So, do they have somebody lined up? to be their new singer, or were they doing kicking him out because they have a, somebody, or were they kicking him I, out?
1: You know, I was looking for updates all the way up until we did this. I have not seen that they've chosen anyone to be their replacement for him. but at the current time, they only have uh, one show um, June 9th, it looks like, at the Download Festival in the United Kingdom scheduled for their tour dates like they haven't even released the new season of tour dates yet so i'm pretty sure they're look gonna be okay to find somebody in enough time yeah is i mean not having a show until june
2: yeah that's and funny. in the
1: united kingdom so you know if they totally sucked over there we wouldn't know
2: <laughs> yeah because we're not there we just gonna see we're wh- here in america america heck Maybe yeah know
1: which you know what today is right like later today,
2: Friday the thirteenth.
1: Well, besides that, what besides the day we all got to watch out for Jason Voorhees
2: and black cats and walking under ladders.
1: Uh, Trump gets inaugurated into office.
2: Oh, I just oh. saw. I just saw the um uh Obama exit the speech or whatever. Oh, you saw
1: the exit speech? Yeah. And I know today he had his first like, or yesterday he had his first. Uh, press conference or whatever news conference about everything. And he was actually started off pretty strong and then, you know, that's only thing I think he started losing speed was when uh he started talking about the wall. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but then he came back. I liked it cuz he he, you know, being uh an entertainer, being in the public eye for as many years as he has, you know, there's trashy tabloids and stuff. And yes. I remember he called out one of the tra- – he's like, you're not real news. Just be quiet. I'm not going to talk to you or answer your, your your questions. And I just thought that was so awesome that he's just basically,
2: shut up. You're done. Was that the guy that Meryl Streep was um, saying that he was disabled and she she was like all in an uproar at the awards about um, Trump being the new president because he was making fun of handicapped you know, reporters? No, it was
1: like in the in – the press conference thing that he had oh, yesterday okay. like this was actually a first news conference uh, addressing the nation like that all the news reporters were up there oh what are you going to do once you take off like stuff like yeah. that and like asking them questions about the Obama um, uh, what are they called the restraints they put on Russia for everything that they've been doing with the hacking and everything yeah and, and you know, asking them serious questions like that. Is he going to lift those? Is he going to keep them in there? And it was just funny because one of the guys was like, like I said, he was like a trashy tabloid or whatever. And he was just calling him out. Just quiet. I'm not going to answer your question. Yeah. Okay. I know it's Friday the 13th, but stop touching the equipment.
2: I didn't do it.
1: <laughs> oh, I, it was totally you. It was that black cat you crossed earlier.
2: Maybe
3: Th- it was Jason.
2: It could have been Jason. For he stop cutting up my cables. Did you uh, did you know that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the new apprentice yes, person?
1: That's yes, That's crazy. We've talked about that uh, before you are made it to the show. Uh, yes, I think it's going to be awesome having Arnold on the show and then Trump in president.
2: He looks so plastic now. Arnold? Yeah. He went from being the governor to, to the apprentice uh, show person. So The host? The host. The hostess with the mostest.
1: Um, the only other thing I got that happened recent, uh, you know, with the storm, cause we were talking about the storm. Did you see that the pioneer cabin tree
2: fell? Yeah, I did the see that. The big historical
1: tree that's like, has been hollowed out so you can drive through or walk under in and giant
2: redwood, you know, yeah.
1: in Calaveras County. Yeah. My, my thing that. is of course you, you hollowed out the base mm-hmm. of the tree. So it's only like, you know, the outer side on the right or left to actually keep it attached to the ground. Yeah. You know, with these giant winds, it was only a matter of time. Just saying.
2: I thought it was a natural hole in the tree.
1: You mean that's not a natural wonder of the world? Like the
2: Grand Canyon
1: or Mount Rushmore?
2: (laughs) I thought it was. (laughs) So, hey. Yes.
1: What are you doing over there?
2: I have my hands in my pockets, not touching buttons. (laughs)
1: Or are you touching the right buttons? Anyways, um, speaking of right buttons, oh. let's push that button for the uh, dun-dun, 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 naked
2: news. Yes, we did. we have. I'll a... have the
1: thing next week, I promise. Okay, cool. You actually f- I didn't think you'd actually find more naked stories, to I be honest. I can't help
2: it. She can they
3: always it finds find naked it. stories. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I have a naked woman suspected of leading cops on wild chase and stolen police cruiser. And...
1: Was she playing Grand Theft Auto, like, in
2: in the mind? (laughs) (laughs) A naked woman is in custody after allegedly stealing a sheriff's vehicle and leading authorities on a high-speed pursuit before crashing along Interstate 10 in Arizona. The Maricopa County Sheriff's Office say the bizarre series of events began when employees at a Gilliband gas station dialed 911 to report a naked woman causing a disturbance. When a sheriff's deputy arrived at the scene, the suspect stole his vehicle and left the scene. The deputy commandeered a citizen's vehicle and a pursuit at speeds over 100 miles an hour pursued. Authorities used spike strips to try and stop the suspect but weren't successful. The naked woman eventually crashed along eastbound I-10 near Eloy. She was taken into custody and transported to a nearby hospital.
1: Okay. How do you let a naked chick take your car?
2: I don't know, but what I would like the charges be on that? Like, I like
1: how they didn't specify how she got the car in the first place.
2: Yeah, that. Like,
1: he got out to talk to her, and then she quickly like sucker punched him, or or like,
2: hey, howdy.
1: He was you know? he was and mesmerized
2: like by her nakedness.
1: <laughs> like, is she hot? At least can do they show a picture, um, or is she like total uggo And then it's like, oh, I don't want to see that. She is.
2: She's kind of told ago. I saw a picture earlier, uh, but I don't know where it how is. Oh, yeah, there's a the hot look. chicks getting naked. There and she steal is, look.
1: Cars. That's, yeah, that's not, um, nothing I'd, uh, yeah.
2: Hey, well She looks like Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Wow. Um, okay. I'm going to interrupt Naked News only because this has to me written bonehead cop all over it. Like, how do you let a naked chick steal your police cruiser? Well, to tie that into this story, Let's talk about a bonehead cop, all right? Man jailed in bust of the year after cops mistake cat litter for meth. That's right, a Texas man says a false positive field drug test Resulted in not only his arrest, but significant embarrassment and a bogus reputation as a drug lord. I was wrongly accused of this, and I'm going to do everything within my power to clear my name. 24-year-old Ross Laboo told Houston's KTRK-TV... Wait, it's Houston, also in Texas.
2: There's something in the water there. Or the catnip. So,
1: (laughs) on December 5th, Laboo of Cyprus was reportedly driving his 2006 Acura in the Copperfield area when he allegedly made a right turn without singling. He was pulled over and the deputy of Harris County Sheriff's office, uh, through the routine stop saw this, saw what appeared to be a sock filled with small, clear blue and gold colored nuggets. The deputy suspected the substance of meth amphetamines. He, then confirmed his suspicion through a field drug test. So he tested it, and which is funny because through the story later, it talks about how in the newspaper, uh, how the sheriff's office plated themselves patted themselves on the back and then uh, – Kept, they, they were keeping the children and loved ones free of being introduced to drugs in their in their town. And they credited using knowledge of expertise in the criminals of these streets. And later, after getting a court-appointed lawyer, LeBeau spent three days behind bars before posting a $50,000 bail bond. Then, the lawyer finally had... The cat litter taken to a forensics specialist and came out to actually just be cat litter.
2: So what kind of a field test?
1: I do not know.
2: Obviously, um, but need to ov- their obviously, brand.
1: Deputy Barney Fife uh, did not know what he was doing. And uh, the reason he had the cat litter because because it was recently given to him by his father. Because it's an old trick to make sure that your car windows don't fog over at night.
2: Oh, it is? I never heard that before. Because
1: it, the cat litter absorbs the moisture in the air through the sock, So that way, you know, when you go out to your car and you got to wipe off the fog, yeah. to, you know, start driving. Well, it doesn't fog over.
2: Does it smell weird or
1: just... Well, fresh step, you know, however <laughs> nice that can smell. <laughs> so, I mean
2: so, yeah, that, that's a, b- so did they g- um, release an apology?
1: Yes, um... He they basically re- released an apology, but he's still having issues trying to find work because he lost his job, I guess. And you know he's deemed a kingpin or drug lord. Like people on the street still think that he is a meth dealer. He he. Cause needs it's to a small town, them. so like you know, to me, I would be like, well, I'm gonna own your police station, okay? Yeah, exactly. I want the 50 grand for my bond paid back. In full, and I want another—I don't know—five hundred thousand dollars back, also,
2: or something. Yeah, because the, its defamation of character—that's like made his uh, his life uh, hardship.
1: I mean, I—I I don't know. I like I said, I would own the police station at that point. Yeah, exactly. and I would—I would want the letter of retraction. I would want a letter to every single uh, like company in store, like. Specifically
2: to go out. Exactly.
1: Uh, You got some more naked news?
2: Um, Yeah. I found on, let's see here, the 8th of January, it was an annual no-pants subway ride. Hit cities around the world. Um, New York subway writers in new york city and other places around the world should be ready for an eyeful when their fellow transit users strip down to their underwear the annual no pants subway ride is taking place um it said on sunday the event is organized by the improv everywhere comedy collective it started in 2002 in new york with seven participants Organizers say pantsless subway rides are scheduled to take place this year in dozens of cities around the world. Philadelphia's version is sponsored by a laundry delivery service. Participants are told to get on trains and act as they normally would and are given an assigned point to take off their pants. They're asked to keep a straight face and respond matter-of-factly to anyone who asks them if they're cold.
1: (laughs) Okie dokie. I wonder if there'll ever be a pantsless day ride here at the light rail station in Sacramento.
2: I'm not sure, but I always wondered about all the places that say no shoot, no shoes, no shirt, no service. So I can walk in there with no pants, and they're gonna still serve me, or what? <laughs> like <laughs> no really?
1: pants. I got my shoes, my shirt. You know, that's all
2: it stipulates.
1: Like I just don't have my pants. I left them in my other pants.
2: I forgot them.
1: So we were talking about. Uh, tricks you know to keep your car from fogging up well have you heard about have you ever just like gone out to your car turned it on let it warm up and then gone ran inside got something while it's still warming up yeah so apparently you can get a ticket for it from who um from the police department what (laughs) apparently it's a new law in effect here even here in california too uh, Michigan man outraged after getting a $128 ticket for warming up his car in the driveway. A Michigan man is speaking out after he was slapped with a ticket for leaving his car running unattended in his girlfriend's driveway so it could warm up. Taylor, true piano. I hope I say that right. Anyways, uh, 24 said he was away from his car for about seven to eight minutes. Uh, he turned it on ran back in the house, seven, eight minutes, he came back, and he found a $128 ticket on the windshield.
2: Wow. that So so. if you're in your car, you're not going to get a ticket for warming it up?
1: No, but for because you're leaving it unattended, what they're saying is that, um, let's see, in anger, he posted the now viral photo of the ticket a Facebook page Thursday criticizing the police department for wasting taxpayers' money. Um, he goes on um to say that you know he's upset and pissed off that this is dumb and it's like i kind of agree with them but according to the police chief it's like there's talking about because a lot of people do that with like the keyless starts and everything yeah. they'll leave their car running and people will see that it's doing that and they'll go steal the car yeah see to me that's my bad oh i messed up you know yeah. I blanked up. Oh, well, oh, I lost my car. Now I got to pay for the insurance. I got to pay for the stolen. I got to pay for yeah. all that stuff and not go buy a new car, if anything. And, you know, as opposed to me getting a ticket for my stupidity, you know, it's just to me, it's just another way that the county or city Revenue. or whatever is trying to get more money. Like, you know, I have it locked. You know, no one's going to unless they smash the window, then steal the car. You know, if you have a spare key.
2: Yeah. Or the remote
1: remote start lock. Yeah. You know, so,
2: yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Um, You know, I used to have an Audi and it actually said it's better if you don't warm it up for that particular car I had. And so I was like, cool. But I mean, any any other car you're supposed to warm your car up. Oh, I forgot. I forgot my lunch. I'm bringing to work. So you're going to give me a ticket for it. I've run in the house and you just so happen to drive by like that's really stupid
1: I've done that you know like I've pulled up forgot something in my living room I literally pulled up okay at this point I'll say this I do deserve a ticket because I would face the wrong side of traffic and then I'd leave the door open run into the house grab what I was doing and then run back out but it's only going to be for like 30 seconds and I'm running in
3: you know
2: yeah exactly so I don't know it's Kind of lame. What do you think about that, Bob?
3: I mean, I don't drive yet, so it's not really like to
2: be sure her. Personally? You will be driving soon. I know. She's in driver's ed right now.
1: Oh Jesus.
2: I taught her how to drive when she was like nine years old, so
1: I <laughs> <laughs> drive it like you stole it.
2: Yeah, let's not. <laughs>
1: Alright. So speaking of uh you know, money. Did you know that Prince left apparently close to a million dollars in gold bars behind?
2: Where do you even find gold bars? Like, I don't know.
1: Yes, solid gold bars. When Prince died last year, he was the owner of estimated twenty five point four million worth of real estate. Uh sixty-seven 10-ounce gold bars, according to the estate documents, were found solid gold bars, 67 10-ounce gold bars.
2: That's insane.
1: Uh, Apparently, you know, he died of an accidental overdose. There was no will.
2: Uh, Overdose of what? Prescription pills?
1: I I don't have that here. I didn't see what it was
2: so he has no will so and what about so his family gets it if i he guess has the it? next
1: of kin it goes to whoever it would be i mean if he
2: had, i'm pretty I mean, sure as far as as i know had they kids. have not
1: they have not um, chosen on like who's yeah. going to you know get the estate and the money and all the royalty rights and all that stuff so at the moment yeah. happy birth no never mind <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> not I, singing it
2: yeah he never had any kids or anything like that oh. oh my god
1: get out of the studio jason
2: so happy
1: friday the
3: 13th Whoop whoo. all
1: right so we're gonna jump into some more music we're gonna play another new track that's out in the charts right now we're gonna be playing have you i didn't even know these guys were still around but they just released a new uh album and it is called well, the song we're going to be playing is called Holy Water, and we're playing Switchfoot. Oh, really? I didn't know Switchfoot was still around.
2: I didn't either.
1: But we're going to play Holy Water right here on Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. KUBU.
2: Where you can be you.
1: <laughs> the voice of Sacramento. <laughs> Alright, D Nation, this is C Core, and this is your second round debut with Fell, your Doom Pagan Metal Band straight out of Woodland, California, with their track Breath of the Mountain, which is also the title of their EP. And you can find them at facebook.com backslash fellmetal. F-E-L-L-M-E-T-A-L, or ww.fellmetal.com. And you can see them live right here in Sacramento, February 5th, at the Starlight Lounge. Now, here is your track, Breath of the Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> you were good, kid. Real good. Real. But as long as I'm around, you'll always be second best. See? <laughs> Actually, that's. Uh, I'm gonna have it next week. Luckily, there's no one that's passed. Have you noticed that we haven't had any major celebrities die?
2: Yeah, it's just falling off. Like
1: <laughs> it's like 2016. Okay, now people get to live. That's
2: awesome. Uh, yeah, the ones that survived it, it's awesome. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm still torn about Leia.
2: Yeah, and pa- Leia's mom, and Leia's yeah. mom,
1: and R two D two. Yes, yeah. so I, I
2: hope it's not a Star Wars curse.
1: Well, apparently, I d- they had like a lot of footage done with Leia for the next movie, so Ap- she'll still be in the next movie,
2: Episode Eight. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes,
1: Episode Eight. There'll be scenes with her. Ah, so it's, a,
2: it's always crazy to watch a movie. Uh, you know the actor has passed away. Like. The uh, imaginary, sh- imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus with Heath Ledger, and they had to have three different people come in and it's like take over his spot, or like Fast and Furious with Paul Walker where he CGI'd over his brother. What what?
1: The last movie, Fast 7,
2: oh, yeah, yeah, his yeah. little
1: brother came in, and they actually CGI'd his face, because he already kind of looked like Paul Walker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he They CGI'd his face to make it look exactly like his brother. So for a few scenes, his brother acted in the movie.
2: Oh, wow. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. I think I don't think it was, like, main talking points. I think it was just, like, you know, just a few scenes where he was action or something going on. So yeah. So they used his body. Like stunt double. Body double. double. Yeah. <laughs> So, that's that's pretty much the, that's pretty much it there. <laughs> but uh, no, so since I noticed that it sucked because well it doesn't suck. Okay, I'm glad no one's died. All right. Yeah. But I did. G- I assembled everything. We'll have it next time someone dies. I have a whole new little segment daily intro for when someone passes.
2: I mean that's awesome that you did that, but it's hopefully it won't be have to be used for a while. <laughs> Well, I don't know.
1: We'll find something, someone to give it to. Oh, man. But uh, one thing I do want to mention um, that we're actually going to be taking part of and promoting for starting today, and then we got, like, another three shows that we can talk about it here on air. Um, next show, um, next week, January 20th, I'll have a destination for you guys um, on top of everywhere that... Drop it off for Fox 40, but... Uh, they do. They're doing the cards for kids, and it has to do with the kids at like the Shriners Hospital and everything. And you go to the Dollar Tree and you buy a box of the,
2: yeah, the Minions
1: th- ho- Valentine's Day cards or Justice League Avengers or whatever. And uh, you know, you you just fill it out from Pinky or from Bob, you know, and or from Secor. And you just put them all in the little envelopes. You know, you you just make, like, a cute little name. to princess, to kiddo, to sport, whatever. Yeah. And that way, because, you know, they can't go to school or, you know, have their friends or if they even made friends. You know, some of these kids have been in there most of their a Wives, while. Yeah. Uh, And they get the Valentine's Day cards. So that way it shows people actually care about them. You know, they're not just spending Valentine's Day alone.
2: Well, do you think we could give them some blank cards so they can hand them out to the other kids in the hospital, too?
1: Yeah, I mean, I we can contact them and find out if that's like a doable thing.
2: Yeah, that'd be cool to have them, maybe they could have a little,
1: maybe they can, you know, get make the
2: little mailboxes like we used to make in school. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I remember those. You make like little desk Mailbox and yeah. everyone walked around. Okay, go hand out your cards and you go to everyone's little desk or whatever. Yeah. And then every once in a while, there's that one kid that never got anything, and you're like, ah, oh, okay, here you go.
2: We had to, we had to have them give all. it to everyone. Yeah, we had to have a list, and and man, I didn't want to give it to some of those kids because some of them kids were jerks, but I still did it because that was nice.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I know there was a couple uh, of the bullies in. Class that I didn't give a card to. I don't know. My school didn't. They were just like, all right, go give them to whoever you want, you know, your
2: friends. Um, like, I, I'd be scared I was going to get in trouble. You have to give it to everyone if you bring them at all.
1: No, we're not. Uh, see, that's the trophy mentality. Like, if you're a jerk, you, I mean, you shouldn't be getting them. Exactly. Like, but I mean, if you're just, you know, an outsider, I i, I still gave them to those kids, you know. Like, they never did anything wrong with me. Yeah. But. More importantly, <laughs> back to the <laughs> cards for kids. So yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna go pick up a bunch. You know, right guess five bucks. Too. Gets you thirty. T- a dollar gets you thirty-two. You know, five times thirty-two.
2: Do we? Five times <laughs> thirty-two. <treasure? laughs> That's totally like 31. made you stop. Uh, One hundred and sixty. <laughs> One hundred and sixty, I think.
1: So, Bob will check
2: that. <laughs> She's so right. I Ooh.
1: was right. Ooh. Ooh. right on the Snap. spot. Live on air. Quick math. Real life. Crazy. Without a real, laptop people. or computer or tablet or nothing. She'd used her head, people. Whoa. Who he does that anymore?
2: I don't know, not me very often, but Siri. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> anyways, so I think that um do we have a number? Or I like many find more information yeah
1: next I week i'll actually i'll have a text number two set up by next week that you guys the listeners can text us back in and write us and everything Awesome. I mean, if you want ch- you can m- write us on the facebook page backslash dis- the Nation or disordination radio at disordinationradio.com send us an email um but i'll have a text line up next week and we're going to be actually doing more of these charitable events and stuff throughout the show that's throughout the year.
2: Yeah, that's a really good cost too. I always the kids. That's really important because they, you know, they're in there just suffering. So hopefully, hopefully this will brighten their day.
1: So, all right. Oh, I have to say this though. I'm not. I I did buy Valentine's Day cards, but I did not buy them for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually. I'm gonna keep one set to keep the whole set of every little card to collect them but i got justice league ones and batman ones because i'm a geek comic books love them so i'm gonna keep them but i'm actually gonna mail them off to my friends oh nice like like as if i was still in school i actually in the little baby f- envelopes not no i'm gonna <laughs> put the little baby envelope inside a normal size envelope and mail them
2: oh, okay
3: did you get me one
1: yes you will have one Wow. <laughs> <laughs> see thinking outside the box in the future already
2: that's a lot of stamps
1: uh I won't say how, but I might have a relative in the post office that oh. I get free stamps. So, oh. hey, You know, I got like a book of 100 for like nothing.
2: Hook me up.
1: <laughs> so uh, right now we're going to talk real quick about, uh, like I was saying, some new music came out. Uh, last week on the 6th, we had the Dropkick Murphys uh, came out with 11 short stories of pain and glory. We had Hailstorm come out with Reanimate 3.0, which is a six-song EP cover record.
2: I love Hailstorm.
1: Um, they're just cover songs. And then Yumi Me at Six, Night People, um, that was released. So if you like that record, you can go pick it up at um, anywhere that CDs are sold. Uh, sold. sold <laughs> Online. What's that place? Uh, Pirate Bay. No, I'm just kidding. Um do not pirate music. It hurts people.
2: <laughs>
1: um, no, we, like I said, go to Dample. That's where I go. All right, also, January 8th, Beyond the Grave, David Bowie, No Plan.
2: Oh, wow.
1: Bowie had a record come out, which I wonder who got the royalties for that one.
2: That's a lot of royalties.
1: Uh, let's see here. And then on the 11th. Uh, there's not Blood Feast don't know who that is don't know One Okay Rock don't know don't who know that is Hello Venus I have not heard of them um, yeah oh The Flaming Lips they had a record come out
2: haven't heard from them in a long time
1: but uh, yeah let's see Grave Digger uh, Pain of Salvation had mm-hmm. a new record come out called In the Passing Light of Day And, uh, ooh, AFI had a record come out today. Okay. Their record just titled AFI. And that is going to be all for the records that came out. Now, let's talk about what's going on in the charts. Awesome. Let's see here. Okay, so Like a Storm, they had a new track drop called Pure Evil debuting at number 50 in the charts okay otep they're wow. still putting out stuff wow royals uh debuted at number 49 let's see here uh i haven't heard of this artist k fly k flay k flay k flay i love her she she knows who she's talking about i don't debuted a track called blood in the cut at number 47 in the charts and of course 21 pilots track called stressed out debuted at number 46.
2: I like that song. Have you heard that one? Yeah.
1: I don't know. All I ever hear whenever I listen to radio or like if it's on Pandora or anything, all I ever hear is Heathens or that other one that's really popular.
2: And I'm stressed out. Take no. In the good old days. You have heard that? No. I don't
1: think I have.
2: Oh, no. wow. It's it's decent. It's it's very It gets stuck in your head really easily.
3: Yeah, it's overplayed a lot, though.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about
1: well we'll see if they make it to the top five then we'll play it now <laughs> you want to talk about <coughs> overplayed just saying <laughs> can you g- can you guess what's in the top five this week green day and
2: metallica and um pretty reckless no disturbed no bench sevenfold
1: no, they're still at number 6 though. They they're still just out of the top 5.
2: Um, is it somebody that I like or that I don't like?
1: It's the same five for the last 2 weeks, last two shows is the same five. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, America, you need oh, to start listening to some new tracks. I am human. I am human. Oh, no, my name is Human. My name is Human. You are human, that's what you are, yes. Homo sapiens. <laughs> no uh staying at number six this week actually th- the only one that changed in this top 10 even is breaking benjamin never again moved up to number 10 number nine is the same disturbed open eyes open your eyes uh number eight red sun rising uh amnesia still number eight number seven Down is how did you love is still number seven number mm-hmm. six avenge sevenfold the stage then your top five is Green Day, "Still Breathing." Ugh. Oh,
3: I love that song.
1: "Still Breathing" is still breathing at the number five spot.
2: Oh, sh- Bob loves that song.
1: My number my four. The this is really irritating me because this is, but like I said, this is the only time I'll ever play Metallica on this show is in the top five. Metallica's "Atlas Rise." Okay. Number three is still Volbeat, "Seal the Deal." Okay. And number two is Ghost, Square Hammer.
2: Okay. <laughs> You're
1: <laughs> just like, okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. Like okay, a okay. dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> um. And number one, yes, is still highly suspect My Name is Human.
2: Which I still like that song. <laughs>
1: S- yeah, it's starting to grow on me the more I have to hear it every time I play it. <laughs> um. But, you know, I'm hoping some of these tracks may move up and knock some of these guys out. I ne- We need some new top five songs. I want to play some new music. So that's going to be your top five. We're going to go out and play some Highly Suspect with My Name is Human, and I am C-Core, and you are listening to Distorted Nation on 96.5. KUBU, Where you can be
2: you the voice of sacramento
1: still breathing at number five of your top five of america's charts do you guys like need a moment you guys are like arguing or yelling at each other quietly it's it's like two mimes are like in a shouting match okay they're like Oh, now sign language is going on. I don't know was, sign was, language. <laughs> was was that was that your uh, uh, was that Uncle Joey? Cut it out! You <laughs> know, from Fuller House or Full House? Do you even know what Full House is? A little. Okay. Really. Anyways, I'm done. <laughs> anyway, so you had something we didn't get to do last week. You want to talk about?
2: Speaking of cut it out, doctors remove scissors from a man's abdomen after 18 years. Amazingly, the man felt little pain. A man in Vietnam was walking around for 18 years with evidence of a cutting-edge medical mistake, a pair of surgical scissors stuck inside his body. On Saturdays, doctors removed the scissors from the abdomen of a 54-year-old Ma Van Knot. The tool was discovered December 27th during a a routine medical check, according to... The news, the six-inch scissors were found on the left side of the belly next to the colon. Doctors said the rusty scissors were stuck to organs. Amazingly, he rarely suffered pain until recently. He was prescribed ulcer medications on occasion, according to Reuters. He believes the scissors found their way into his body in 1998 when he had surgery at Bach Khan Hospital following a traffic crash. The hospital's director is now taking great pains to find out who, ha- who may have left the scissors inside him. The mistake adds to blunders attributed to the Vietnamese medical system. In July, a 60-year-old male patient was my- misdiagnosed as pregnant, and that same month, another man paid $250 for an operation on his left leg, only to discover that the doctor did surgery on the right leg instead. Scissors. I don't ever want to get An any operation? medical care in Vietnam. <laughs>
1: and, and oh, hey, I lost my watch. You know, that's something, you <laughs> know, understandable, at least a little bit more, you know. I, I don't. Scissors. Okay.
2: And the skin scar growing over them, and they started oh. attaching to the organs. And and a male patient was diagnosed as pregnant. Come
1: how on. How...
2: Was he Arnold Schwarzenegger? I have no idea.
1: You know, what was that? Uh, uh ju- was it Junior? Junior, yeah. It was yeah, junior. where he, he becomes impregnated. Yeah. He's Who the knows? first man to give birth.
3: Who knows? Maybe that's a new superhero. He's like,
1: like Scissor Man. Scissor man, yeah. Could be. Edward Scissor side instead of Edward <laughs> Scissor hands.
2: Edward yeah. Scissor Colon. <laughs>
1: <Ooh>. Ouch.
2: <laughs> he could bend over and shoot scissors out. See, I mean, that
1: that would be cool if you can like, sprout the scissors and use to cut things, I guess. (laughs) But, like, you know, as opposed to just being left inside of you, yeah, I'd be a little little angry. I
2: wonder if he had tetanus. All
1: right. So, (laughs) I got something here that we're going to talk about. That's, uh, bands, you should listen up. Now, this is coming from Alt Press, and this story... Not really a story. It's kind of more like a, hey, pay attention and, you know, are you doing any of this stuff? Because a lot of bands out there, new bands, are, you know, kind of starting off and thinking, oh, yeah, I'll play a show and get huge and famous. It's like, no, 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 young pup. That's not how it works. Not at all. All right. So... I'm going to read this here for you. The biggest driving force of any musician's career is built on the amount of fans you have. It is a no-brainer that more people who listen to your music will attend your shows. The more success and leverage you have, obviously, right? This is true from the smallest aspect of the music industry. Local shows start your career, people. Pay attention. Like, the more shows you play, awesome. The more exposure you're going to get. Here's an idea. I'm going to ad lib some stuff in here because of my personal experience in the music scene. Don't talk trash about other bands. Don't think you're better than any other band out there. You're still local, you're unsigned, just like any other band. You're not better than them. So don't badmouth them. And secondly, they have 40 fans. They come to the, you guys are on the same bill. They're bringing their 40 fans. That's an opportunity for you to gain 40 fans. Exactly. Try to get their fans to like your music. So if a fan hears you talking trash about their buddy that's in this band, obviously they're not gonna like your band,
2: and they're not gonna. It's word of mouth, really. Like once it it just one person tells ten people, hey, go check these people out, you know.
1: And in in the music scene, that's a small area. You know, if you're talking trash or you know not being a team player, building the show to make it the best show you can then it's not going to be that great. No one's going to come out to the shows and no one's going to like your band. You could have the best songs, stage presence. You could put up a light show like Pink Floyd and have lasers and everything, but your attitude towards the scene and gaining fans, it's going to really knock you down in pegs. Exactly. So, have you played a show? I know this sounds like a dumb question, but more often than not, a band's origin starts as the bedroom project. Something recorded... In the bedroom, and in someone's house, you know they're saying basically, play more shows. You know, get promotion going. Are you relying on someone else to promote your show? No, don't rely on one person in the band or or uh, one person to do it. Make sure you're out, and don't just post it on Facebook. Don't just post it on Instagram. Be like, oh, I have a show. Get your butt down to a Kinko's print some freaking flyers out and go out to dimple's, skip's music, guitar center. Go to music shops, go to spencers, go to hot topic. Put flyers all around town.
2: Yes, exactly. That's Go to the
1: colleges. If you're a younger band and you're like you have that new sound in the scene that's popular right now, go to where your clientele is going to be at hit up your friends that have kids in high school send them with a demo disc to the school hand it out to their friends they like your music they'll come to your show although it's kind of going to be hard now that the boardwalk is no longer t- all ages apparently it's going to be 21 and up so rumor has it allegedly that's what we hear in the twitter sphere but socializing with your fans get out in the crowds during the show don't just hang around backstage acting like you're the schniznit you know hang out in talk to people be like oh that guy was cool he had a beer with me he drank a soda with me he talked to me about whatever they're working on or whatever people are going to be more inclined to come out and see like a human side of the band
2: the band yeah i'm not just not just oh here i'm not gonna pay any shows i'm not gonna go out and socialize and i'm just gonna expect everybody to love me and sign me in.
1: here's a question for you is your stage show enough don't just stand there and play guitar. Jump around, be entertaining. Put some—I know it's kind of hard. You can't afford official screams. Make some stage backdrops or something. Do be creative. Have a whole stage presence. Don't just like stand up there on stage, sing your parts, and think that's it. You got to be entertaining. You're come. People are coming to a show, regardless if the music is still great. You still want to be entertained.
2: They can have their whole um, their epic. Ending song, have balloons drop.
1: Or confetti drop out, fog machine, or lasers, do something. Don't, you know, just rely on you up on stage strumming guitar. Jump around.
2: So no (coughs) Oh,
1: Oh my God, Jason. We're almost out of here. We've almost survived this Friday the 13th show. We hope you survive the day. Uh, You know, Trump is about to be, I can't even say, uh, Inaugurated. inaugurated. Uh-huh. Og, 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 mm-hmm. eggnog. Um,
2: Ew, you don't like it. <laughs> he's
1: going to become president. And so that's going to be it for Distorted Nation. Only on 96.5 FM. Um, Actors these days. K-U-B-U.
3: Okay, K-U-B-U.
1: Where you
2: can be you. The Voice of Sacramento. <laughs>
1: All right, boom! Extra innings, real quick. We got a couple small, quick things, real quick. Uh, I wanted to talk about. Did you, uh, did you guys hear about the uh, Navy sailor that was forced to do manual labor as punishment for refusing to stand for the national anthem?
2: That's ridiculous. That's okay, not. You're in you're, the Navy. You're, you're
1: in the Navy, serving our country, and you won't stand for the national anthem.
2: He must be related to. Col- in Kaepernick? Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, a she. Oh, wow.
1: It was a she. Petty Officer 2nd f- Class Janae Irving was prompti- promptly stripped of her security clearance and assigned to manual labor for a few days then shown the exit hatch. She was actually um, honorably discharged.
2: I don't think there's anything honorable about that whatsoever. No,
1: but uh, a lot of people are kind of – she's trying to get an uproar about it because she was trying – she's claiming that – to make a statement because of the persecutions against uh, against blacks in America and that the um, flag – okay, this is what she says. I just didn't want to stand at the moment, Irving said. I can't stand for this song knowing that the song isn't for me being black. The song doesn't represent me at all. To be honest, I never really thought about the flag my entire life. I had no reason to. It's just a flag.
2: Yeah, and she is supposed to be defending our country. Are you serious right now? That's not okay.
1: The next day, Irving was read her rights before being given a warning about potentially compromising her security clearance. One that she needed for both her civilian and military jobs. Within 24 hours, she was stripped of her clearance and escorted out of her secure workplace. The 10th General Order for the Centuries, uh, which is taught by the Navy in boot camp, you memorize the 11 General Orders until they are burned into your brain. Violation of any one of these is subject to Article 92 of the Uniform Code. Which, military justice is subject to whatever punishment is decided by the court-martial. When you're a sailor, the Navy is your boss. You may disagree with the rules, but you always follow them.
2: Exactly. That's
1: and especially if it's for the country that you're serving for.
2: Yeah, that, uh, that's unacceptable.
1: Regardless of whatever political deal you have going on with what's going on, your commanding officer... You go out there in front of them in front of the flag or the national anthem and and you salute it you you
2: do exactly. what you're supposed to do exactly it's not setting any kind of good example for anybody to do that and and it's treason kind of
1: well i don't it's it's disrespectful for yeah. i mean i I don't know if it's like necessarily treason I mean I would love to call it that okay you have something you want to say there you can <laughs> say it.
3: I mean, on Just her defense, kind of, like, she probably had a good reason in her head. like Yeah, but justice. you
1: still, in the Navy, whatever you're, you're commanding, your commanding officer overall is the president. If the president tells you to grab a gun and shoot your captain in the head, it, you do it. Like, you follow the comman- chain of command until, like, or you, you got to call, uh, what's it called, Um, there's something where it's like, okay, you, you need to be relieved of your command. And then like the next superior officer can take over the command. If it's like something like that outlandish where the, you know, shoot him in your head or whatever. Yeah. But like overall you do what you're told. Yeah. Yeah. They tell you to clean the floor with your toothbrush or lick the floor with your tongue. You do it.
2: And, and she willingly went into the Navy. It's not like she was forced. She did that. And you're supposed to be defending our country. You're not supposed to be disrespecting it like that. That's just horrible. how rude. How how rude. Okay, so um, IKEA pleads with teen pranksters: stop sleeping over in our stores. It all began with a viral video: two idiots at night in IKEA. It started as a goofy prank by a pair of Belgian teenagers who stayed overnight in an Ikea store recording themselves reading a bedtime story and sleeping in a furniture display bed and racked up 2 million YouTube hits. Now it's became a trend and the home furnishings company isn't laughing. There have been stealth sleepovers at Ikea stores in the UK, the US, Canada, Belgium, the Netherlands, Sweden, Japan, Australia, and Poland this year. An Ikea spokeswoman told the Associated Press... A pair of Brits who were nabbed by a security guard after just a few hours garnered 2.3 million views for their video. These operations take planning, requiring snacks and schemes for hiding out often in wardrobes to escape detection until a store is locked down for the night. We appreciate that people are interested in IKEA and want to create fun experiences. However, the safety and security of our coworkers and customers is our highest priority, and that's why we do not allow sleepovers in our store.
1: I mean, I get it to get, like, hits on YouTube, but, like, doesn't security do a sweep through the
2: store? They should. They must have really good hiding place. In In the wardrobes, it's probably, like, on the rack. Oh, do they even have those? Oh, wardrobes. They're talking about like closets, huh? Probably because it's a furniture store, not a clothing store.
1: Have you been to IKEA?
2: I a long time ago.
1: Like they have like arrows painted on the ground on like how to go through and get out of there because it's like kind of a
2: maze. (laughs) I know that all the furniture is really short, and you have to put it all together.
1: Well, that's because it's the demo version of it. Like in the store, it's not necessarily all short. Oh, furniture. I just thought,
2: like, Swedish people were really short <laughs> because isn't it b- based out of Sweden? That's where it yeah, started? Yeah, yeah, that's where it came from. Yeah. Maybe
3: when they went into the wardrobe, they went to Narnia, and that's why they couldn't find them.
2: Oh, that's possible. Probably. The Lion, the Witch, the Wardrobe in Ikea. <laughs>
1: oh, and a sleepover in Ikea? That we'll, 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 we'll podcast it. Oh. See how long we get? Distorted Nation on the news? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. We all we're all getting a arrest record. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> all right. So this one, that's one I do really want to talk about real quick. Uh, zombies. Zombies
2: are terrifying.
1: Okay. Hypothetically, they've done research. Zombies could wipe us out in a hundred days, if a zombie outbreak actually happened. They could. Their research shows that. Within 100 days, the Earth's population could be down to few or no more than 200 survivors within 100 days. How so do you feel about that?
2: Uh, that's absolutely terrifying.
1: I think that's absolutely ludicrous. Why? Okay. Now, unless they're like, uh, what's that movie? Um, Resident Evil or World War Z zombies where they're like the freaking Flash and they're like running at super speed at you and they're like, crazy like zombies like that. Okay. Possibility highly likely happening. Now, if it's this slow pace walk of the walking dead zombies, we are mother freaking America. Okay. How many guns are in Texas? How many guns are in every ghetto that we have here in the United States? I mean, you cannot walk down a street and pass over three houses guaranteed, maybe four and, and not have a gun in somebody's house.
2: Well, they. I think that they were talking probably about how when they bite somebody, then they're a zombie too. So maybe they were talking about just the mass, like how it spreads. But as far as if they are the slow zombies, those guys can be pretty scary too.
1: But I'm just saying, we are armed to the teeth as civilians as per any other country out there. Okay, the United States. You know, we've all been edumacated in the walking dead for the last seven years okay i'm pretty sure with knives with guns you know bats bats you know i think that the united states would be all right i think that we would probably you know like kill off more zombies than they would be creating
2: it would be like zombie land with woody harrelson trying to find twinkies (laughs) Mm -hmm. what do you think about this bob
3: I think we'll be fine. If there was a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, because there's so much, like, um, movies and shows about them. Like, we've already seen.
1: See, my thing is, the only thing I think that would be afraid of people doing is, or people would be afraid of doing is if, like, oh, there's a zombie walking towards me. Oh, it's some kid in a mask or something, right? And so they may, like, stupidly be like, oh, it's just, I'm not going to actually shoot you because you're just an idiot in a mask walking down the street. Yeah. But, you know, I, it, then he gets bit. That's the only way I can think that. But, I mean, once it hits, you know, the news or tweet or, or Facebook or something, boom, zombies are out there. This is happening. Everyone's going to grab a gun. Everyone's going to grab a knife. Everyone's going to, you know, stand up in arms. And I think there will be more, like, blocks in street areas blocked off and contained zombie free zones
2: so we can have zombie pets pet zombies well like michonne (laughs) an initial study assumed
1: that each zombie would have a lifespan of 20 days and 90 percent success at finding and infecting one human per day which would make the zombie virus twice as contagious as the black death pathogen Within 20 days, a single zombie could trigger a pandemic. A population of 7.5 billion people could be reduced within 100 days to just 100 to 200 survivors with 190 million zombies still roaming around.
2: Those numbers are crazy.
1: I want to know who really like sat. I mean, this was done by the Huffington Post. Um Mary Pappenfuss. <laughs> that name sounds funny. Trends reporter uh from the Huffington Post um maybe she Let's may see here.
2: She may be a zombie spy herself.
1: A more optimistic scenario found better odds for humanity even while increasing the zombie's expected lifespan to a year in the more positive m- mathematical model analyzed by the uh, physics students in another paper taking into account human reproduction and a 10% chance that each human could kill one zombie a day. The human population still fell to a few hundred, but the zombies all died off after a thousand days and humanity Began to recover after 10,000 days, a little over 27 years.
2: Wow. That, I, I've been, I've always wondered about like a zombie apocalypse and things like that. See, if it could that's be real. Thing,
1: you know, these zombies, they still have to feed to keep alive. Like, they on need people. They need, you know, the, the flesh or whatever. Like, if, if, if a zombie eventually will die off.
2: Oh, okay. He'll just drop over dead one day from starvation.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, they, you know, just fall and I don't know. Nah. Yeah, they're just not going after anything anymore.
2: Oh, wow.
3: I love zombies.
2: I don't know. I think, like I said, we'll blow them up. Yeah, we need grenades.
3: Also, if it's like the Walking Dead virus, it would be like airborne. So, that's another one. That walking Dead wasn't
1: airborne. Well, I mean, you're all infected by it, but you don't turn into a zombie until you die. True. So, I mean, as long as you're living and healthy, you're fine. But then when you do die, then you're screwed.
3: And then you can infect other people, too.
1: So, I don't know.
2: Maybe that's what Jason is. A zombie. Maybe he's a zombie, ski mask-wearing psychopath.
1: Ski mask? It's a hockey mask.
2: Hockey mask. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're right. He's a huge, I he's a
1: h- he's a huge Casey Jones fan from the Ninja
2: Turtles. Ninja Turtles love it. <laughs> I think
3: he's just a fish boy.
1: All right, that's been a special edition of Distorted Nation Extra, right here, only on the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and wherever else you're listening through the podcast. Nice. So go check out Distorted Nation at distortednationradio.com. Um, check us out on Facebook, Facebook backslash the Distorted Nation. Instagram, and titties. You got D Nation Radio. (laughs) You keep saying like you want to say something. Say something.
2: Just remember, people, if you see a zombie, shoot it. Listen to us next week. And have a great Friday the 13th.
1: Happy Friday the 13th. We survived until trump became president (laughs) (laughs) we'll see what happens all right see you next week folks